Hello and welcome to the Unmissables podcast number 57 in an ongoing series of podcasts in which we review the best of the week's television and sometimes other stuff. I'm Boyd Hilton. I'm joined by two stunningly glorious colleagues, Aww. Kay Ribeiro Hello. and Steph C. Lamb. Hello. Welcome. This week, in the meat of the podcast, i.e. the big chunky... Um, items, sumptuous. sumptuous items, luxurious items mm. of popular culture TV mm. that we're reviewing. It's another drama special, inadvertently. We've got Patrick Melrose, Benedict Cumberbatch in, I'm saying, his most challenging role to date. And yes, that includes mm. Sherlock um, and the other people. A Child played. in Time. A Child in Time. He's, what's his name? Doctor Strange. Doctor, Doctor Strange. Yeah. That famous physicist who died recently. Oh, yes. Um, yes, Steve- thank you. Hawking. Hawking. What? Yes, yeah. he played Stephen Hawking. No, he didn't. He was Redmayne. It wasn't, no. yeah. Interesting. Cumberbatch played him in a TV drama years, years before that film. I can't believe we ever doubted you. Yeah, please don't uh, doubt me. Alan, what's his chops? Alan, what? Turing. Turing, exactly. yeah. Yeah. All of those people pale into its insignificance compared to Patrick Melrose. Based how does, on how, just interestingly though, how yeah. does he how does his he compare as Hawking to Redmayne's Hawking? Um very different, yeah, from what I can remember. Yeah. Okay, well I mean, I'm assuming come, they're different, but yeah. who's better? Um Benedict. Benny. So we're in a room with Eddie and then we'll be like, Eddie. uh, Redman got the Oscar, so if Benedict really deserves the Oscar, I think that's something we need to take up with him. Basically. Um, That's going to be on Sky Atlantic and Now TV next Sunday. Humans, Humans Mm. as it's known, which is series three of the highly rated Channel 4, one can only describe as a science fiction uh, drama. It is. Dealing with artificial intelligence and the like. Mm. That's coming up on Channel 4 next Thursday. We're going to review that. And Bulletproof, which is a Sky One slash Now TV show starring Noel Clark and Ashley Walters off of that band. What was he in? What was the band he was in? Was he that? Was in so Solid, solid. Crew, which had about 25 people in but it. But they were both in Top Boy. Were they both in Top Boy? No, Ashley Walters was in Top Boy. Noel Clark wasn't. He wasn't, okay. No. Uh, Noel Clark is a writer, director, producer. Mm. He's got his own com- production company. I mean, he does it all. Mm. He does do it all. And both Kay and I have interviewed him about the show, haven't we? Mm. Kay, you interviewed him in person. Yes, I interviewed I did. him on the phone. Both of them. Kay interviewed both of them. Ashley and Noel together. For Heat Magazine. I interviewed uh, Noel um, for Pilot TV Magazine, still on, on sale in a newsagent near you. Wow. Five pounds. Minus what time a penny. is that? That's, uh, that's less than, what, five minutes? Mm. You got that in. Are you. Oh. Oh, mm. we're having a go already at my yeah. <laughs> overlong menu read. No. Is that what you're saying? I enjoy looking through a menu, you know that. Mm. I give a lot of time to it. All right, okay, well, no no more of this nonsense. <laughs> it's time to find out which true crime shows are on the list of things to watch from Stephanie Seelan. Well, 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 well. Do you remember I mentioned that um, there was this great new podcast called Death in Ice Valley, which is a joint venture between BBC and NRK, which is a Norwegian network. Do you remember wow. I mentioned it a couple? I mentioned it like three. I mean, I'm going to say yes. Have, I actually have no record. No, do, I mean, do you me neither. I'm going to say yes, but even though I have no if memory. If I said the Isdale woman, does that remind you? Do you remember? Because no. I said, oh, it's a no. good opportunity <laughs> for you to... Why does no one listen to me? Wait, no, I do listen. I really do. I do good listening. But well... This proves that you don't. Okay. So, oh, well, I'll mention it again. In case yeah, go on. Somebody else is not listening. Yeah. So, Death in Ice Valley is a new podcast. It's three in. The reason I'm mentioning it again is because it's really, really heating up. Oh. Ironically, in Ice Valley. Okay. <laughs> so, this is the story of a woman who was found in the woods and she was all burnt to death. Okay. Yes, Do you remember? Ring, this is ringing a bell but now. But there was no fire anywhere. Yeah. The latest episodes, if you, the first two episodes, they were okay, but it's got really, really interesting now, okay, because they have found her checking into lots of different hotels with seven different names. After she's dead. Oh, okay, <laughs> no, that would be really exciting. <laughs> that would oh, be no. I was like, that's... But if you haven't already listened to it, it's Wait a minute. It's great. Sorry, I've just got a question. Kay Ribeiro. So she checked into a lot of hotels before dying, Fire. and this is exciting. Yes, because... Some people believe, believe they may have... Uh, this is a, a legendary case that mm. people have long been talking about. They now think that they 
know that the identity of the Isdale woman, they've discovered it and that she may be a spy. So it's getting really, really, mm-hmm. really interesting. This is like a weekly uh, podcast. It's not yeah. all available in one go, clearly. No, oh, no, 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 like no. you have to wait. So um, when, what days does it come out? Uh, Mondays, I think. Okay, and how long is each episode? Between kind of 40 minutes okay. and an hour. It's, it's, I might it's, listen to it's very good. Is it narrated by a, a Norwegian or by a... A Norwegian. Oh, and, oh I'm uh, like No, 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 hold on. No, yeah. Hold on. Oh, oh. And a British guy. So oh, the two double. of them do it together. It's oh. really good. As it could, because, as I said, it's a collaboration. You did say. Okay. Collab. It's a collab. Total collab. Right. And also, yeah. in case you didn't remember, I'm going to mention it one more time because it's also got really good case notes, the classic FM murder podcast. Yes, now I remember this because I asked if the woman spoke in the voice. I remember this. Like this. Yeah, I remember this. This was, uh, this was last week, I think. Murder yeah. involving classical Yeah, composers. so re- the most Niche. recent one, there's five <laughs> out at the moment. Yeah. No, because I just learned about Tchaikovsky and his death. They thought that he died of cholera, but I'm just saying, if you listen to it, Suspicious, really? very suspicious. It's Aren't they really just saying good. effectively just any old um, classical composer? They can say, "Oh, you thought he died of cancer? Yeah, no, it was mysterious." Murdered. I mean, who's to, who's to, who's to say that? Wrong? Your ignorance about this podcast okay. is astounding. Fine. No, oh. it isn't. You, they, you no, mean scolded? No, because they've they've picked really interesting cases. Like there was a com- there was a composer who killed his who killed his wife. Lots there's a lot of murder and a lot of. Bad things that go on Who in knew? the musical world. Who knew that? Like, and Peter Warlock. Classical do you know composers Peter Warlock? were at risk. Who knew? It's not just classical ones either. Oh. Peter oh. Warlock. Do you know Peter Warlock? No. Well, Peter, Warlock. Would. Peter Warlock. You would if you at this. If you listen to this podcast, you would. It's very, very interesting. He (laughs) is this guy who reinvented himself as a musician. He tried to be a musician all his life, and he reinvented himself, and he was kind of into the occult. But it's Mm. It's really, really good. Well done, Classic FM. Anyway, right, a few other things I want to mention. So, Bobby Kennedy for President. Oh, yes. Netflix. Netflix, four parts. Obviously, Bobby Kennedy... Brother of JFK, also assassinated. It's one of these fantastic historic footage talking about the impact that Bobby Kennedy had. Um, it's absolutely brilliant, absolutely brilliant. So at, so at one point he ra- ran his brother's campaign, which I actually didn't know, but he's he's you know he, he's credited with changing a lot about civil rights and things like that, making um, friends with the right people and doing a lot of good. So that's really great. That's all of those episodes are up there now. Something that is <laughs> sorry, it's a, no, no, oh, a long list today. No, no, it's a long list today. even started. No, I just like I just like oh. the in, the intake of breath. Yeah, that's like, good. Because right, this is not something I have watched, but I am so excited about it. So I just want to mention it. Evil Genius hits Netflix f- on this Friday, the eleventh. Okay, okay, it's about America's most diabolical bank heist, where a guy goes in as a pizza delivery guy with a bomb around his neck. And then it le- he the bomb goes off. Then it leads to this um, mysterious kind of um, treasure hunt where you have to find some key. It's a bit like the God, real life of the body. tunnel. You have to That's, find different parts of his anyway, body. Anyway, it's going to be absolutely brilliant. And all the episodes drop on Friday. So I will be talking about that in detail next week. Okay, next. The Magic Pill. This is not about crime, okay? On Netflix. Oh, it's on Netflix though. Netflix. No, it's it's so good. It's about, have you ever heard of the ketogenic diet? No. No. Okay. So there are thoughts now that this this diet, which kind of inverts the normal way that we think about looking at food in terms of eating carbohydrates, protein, blah, blah, blah. So a little bit boring, but it's examining how it can eradicate common illnesses. It's very, very interesting. So if you're basically saying, and I'm not a nutritionist, so don't take my advice. Do not follow this diet, If you eat more um, protein and you eat um, less complex carbohydrates, blah, 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 and more fats, it's good for you in lots of ways. And they've they've put they put people who have uh, diabetes on 10-week plans and then they see the results. It it's doesn't very sound controversial. It's not controversial, I don't think it? it's that controversial. Right. But as I said, see for yourself. Well, Watch for yourself. It's a series or one-off? It's off, a one-off. One off. Hour and a half. Okay. One hour and 29 minutes to be exact. Very precise. Okay, last thing I want to mention, and this really is the last, because I know no one else cares about Homeland apart from me, but I think some pogs might care. It's going to be the final of Homeland this week, mm. right? Carrie is back finale. In, Carrie is back in the game. It's She's got back to her best. Back in the game. She's really back in the game. So she's back. She's now in Russia, okay? And I've heard on the grapevine that the finale is a real doozy. Oh, yeah. you used the D word. Yeah, like okay. a D. So, just I mean, I'm I'd like to hear from people on the Unmissables tweeting Twitter device. account. 
Twitter account? No, no, the tweeting device. Oh my god, I love tweeting device. What they think about this? I'm excited because that show is not on Netflix. No. And it's not really a crime drama. It's an espionage drama. Yeah. So this Still is criminal elements, kind of right? revolutionary here. Oh, Kate. yeah. No, I mean, I let's face it. it. Groundbreaking. It's on Channel 4. Anyone can watch it. You don't have to subscribe to it. Yeah. You have to, all you have to do is have a TV license. You don't even need that anymore, do you? If you watch it online, I don't know what the no. rules are. You anyway. have to just tick and say, I have got a TV license. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah Which, right. obviously, um, Pogs, you must get your TV uh, license. So that season finale, is that this Sunday or was that last yeah. Sunday? No, it's Sunday. this Sunday coming. Oh, actually, it will have been. Yeah. So when we're out, oh, yeah, we careful. would have watched it. Sorry. Yeah. So what you're saying is the one that went out on Sunday... No, get it on catch up if you haven't seen it. Yeah, but the one that went out but live we can on Sunday. Discuss it on watch the it on all device. Watch it on the all four. Watch the all it on four. the all four. Let's tweet about it together <laughs> on the all fours. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Thank you very much for yet another sparkling um, rundown. Comprehensive. Of stuff. You are welcome. Okay. Have you got seven things you want to mention as well? No, I'm only going to mention three. Boy, I that was a dig. I know, don't think I don't realise that. It was a glib that. dig. I admit. Mm. Right. It was facile. <laughs> Number one. Is a podcast. A podcast. Good. A podcast. <laughs> a podcast. Uh, West Cork. Now, has Ooh. anyone listened to it? No. John West Dan, Cork. John Dunn, if you listen, he hasn't watched he like hasn't he, to it either. A place called Cork, but the west of it. Yeah. In Ireland. Right. West Cork. Isolated area. Mm. And it's basically a 13 episode. Is The reason why I started listening to it is because I read Indian Night talking about it in her... Um, Sunday Times column and she was really raving about it and then I looked on Twitter and like um, Louis Theroux was also like this is amazing so I was like what's it okay let's mm. let's get into this it's all about a case an old case from 1996 a cold case murder yeah murder how do I not know about this oh my god Steph you're gonna absolutely love it Write um it down. the victim was a 39 year old French woman called Sophie Toscane du Plantier apologies if I haven't said that right and she was killed near her holiday home in West Cork and these two um, producers, UK producers, Jennifer Ford and Sam Bungie, are Bungie, Bungie, um, are basically, they've done loads of research, like two or three years worth, worth of research and have re-examined the case because no one's ever been convicted oh, this of the murder, right? Right. So there's so many different elements to this, but basically there's um, the guard, the Irish guard, mm -hmm. people say they bungled the case because they didn't take the corpse away, like, pretty soon after that it was discovered they left it to be then you know cross-contaminated and stuff mm. like that um like they couldn't get footprints you know like forensics yeah, yeah, wasn't yeah. shit hot in 1996 um and then um there's like witnesses that are really like have kind of flip-flopped around so they're like not completely this, this smells like cover-up then very questionable um prime suspect is called ian bailey mm. and he's this highly eloquent journalist ex-journalist who lives in the local area and he's been like um accused and it's been proven that you know because of domestic violence to his partner who's kind of come out and said yeah he he has been oh. violent in the past but she sticks with him what's his relationship to the murder victim no nothing that's the uh. thing but people people the evidence has built right, up trying that to establish a connection Definitely establishing a connection. He's denying it. Now, the most interesting thing about this... Well, first of all, he's a really interesting character because he's a real narcissist. He revels in the attention of it all. Nasty he, bastard. He protests his <laughs> innocence, I have to say. He does protest his innocence. But what's interesting about this podcast is that from episode two or three onwards, he's involved in it. So he's... What? Yes. It sounds he's like involved that spoof in the podcast. Of these podcasts. Yeah? It sounds no, like that spoof because really the, the, the narrator gets involved murder. in that. Yeah, very fatal murder. <laughs> no, Which is also excellent. They interview available. him at length. He's more than happy to talk because oh, he's really loquacious. He yeah, he's 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 cocky. He's, <laughs> he's very, a cocky he's killer. He's very, very cocky. And to be honest, a lot of the evidence points that you you le midway Ooh. through you're like, he's have you finished he's this? Yeah, he's definitely guilty. Definitely guilty. But there are some twists and turns in the tale. How long is each episode? Uh, Forty minutes, and there's oh, thirteen episodes, so and it's so street. so good. And what I'd say is, it's on Audible. If you don't have Audible, don't worry because you can do a, a thirty day free trial. So get through it quick. What do you have to do for the thirty day? Is it just a sign like here's your email, your date of birth? Yeah, I think. Do you have to give your card details? So you I can't get it on iTunes. No, it's on Audible. It's an Audible oh, original. Do you production. have to pay for it? Oh, no, it's free. This is why I haven't heard you do of it on the because free I haven't got Audible, right? But it's okay. so intriguing. It's so complex, and also quick pause these, for me to sign up to Audible. These two producers are excellent because they're, you know, they've done so much forensic investigation of this trial and they've like they've talked to everyone, so witnesses, the prime suspect, they've talked to Sophie's family Is in it France. like the making a murderer of podcasts? Yeah, it's it's like it's like serial. It's it's so it's so interesting. Stop scoffing, boy. I'm, I'm, I'm scoffing at 
the fact that it sounds so much like a very brutal, very, very thingy murder. What was very that? These two producers, murder. they should be commended because okay. they tell the story very well and they're quite, you know, they try and be dispassionate about it. They just present the facts, even though they're probably thinking, God, I'm he's so done excited it. about Obviously, this. he hasn't been convicted. I have to say that. Right. So that's the first thing. Mm-hmm. Now, the second thing is also a podcast, which is not new because, you know, I love Ramesh Ranganathan. As, yes. do, oh, yes. as do you, Steph. I do. I love a bit of Romish. Now, I didn't know he was on episode 61 of the Adam Buxton podcast. Episode Write it 61, down. 61, Adam Buxton. He is oh, it's so funny. They d- recorded it just for Christmas and Romish was in LA doing stand-up. So they talk a lot about what it's like doing stand-up in LA and diversity in com- comedy, which obviously, you know, mm-hmm. he makes it very funny. Um, they talk about Romish doing a chili eating contest, which was unsavoury I've got to oh. say there's aspects of it oh. um, and uh, then they have a rap rap off at the end everything good ends with a rap battle listen it was everything. so good it's so funny that I was chuckling out loud when I was walking by the canal and looked like a mad woman is oh, it as good as great. the Bob Mortimer episode which number that is that one come on that which one I think is that is, one? I don't know the number. It's the most recent one. I do well. If, so See, far, I have a number to give. Come now. with the information, don't, or don't come yeah. at all. Is I mean, I, I think say. I think you're more than capable. I feel of looking in the yeah we are in the we Adam Buxton podcast. I'm going to list, say more things about this episode. Plucking then. out the Bob Mortimer episode. I'm listening to it. Go on. He um, talks a lot about what it's like. Well, they both chat about the etiquette of involving their family in their comedy and using mm. like. Nice. anecdotes yeah. yeah I believe it's episode 74 that you're referring to well just done. from my mind incredible 74 and this Ramesh one was episode 61 wow oh, so you've got 13 you can listen to Ramesh yeah. then you've got 13 more to enjoy until you get to or you can just I mean, you or, could just pick or you can watch 13 episodes uh, listen to them of West Cork I'm definitely going to do 13 there's a, lot, there's a lot of podcasts yeah. Yeah. well finally my it's not a podcast give your ears a rest mm. it's all about queer eye on netflix now i have to give an oh, yeah. to john dan because john dan has been constantly been telling me on about it. watch it watch it you'll really like it and actually it is really good did either of you watch so i didn't watch um, yeah, yeah, i watched some of it i think i, I used to watch, i watched guy. the original which i really like yeah so i, I never watched the original i've watched oh, this no. reboot the original as they call Steph, it. you're gonna love it it's, am i yeah it's just so good and uplifting and like makes you feel good about the world and like it's not just check your emails okay you know why I'm saying that? No, Because why? I can exclusively real because I know you don't like to check your emails very often. <laughs> like the same way you don't like to use oh, your mobile phone. Oh, do not bother phone. me with emails. If it's important, On a mobile basis. I'm you telling sit next you now, to each other. We have both been sent an email from Netflix offering us access to those mm. people from that Queer Eye show. Oh, M-G. You may want to check it out. Breaking news. Oh, my God. Breaking yeah. Yeah. Have to leave access the news. It's yeah. so exciting because they're great, all of them. I've got to admit something, and hopefully they won't listen to this. At first, Jonathan irritated me in the first episode. He was a bit OTT, but which one's he? He grows on you. He's the groomer. Oh yeah, yeah. So I mean, it's not just about like makeovers and stuff, as always. I'm sure from the original series, they deal no, with stuff like Black Lives Matters. Oh, it's an emotional, it's a personal, emotional as Boyd. Roller coaster. Boyd oh, loves gosh. a journey. It's oh, about the journey. There's a total journey. There's one guy who like hasn't come out to his stepmom. Uh, each episode, I'm like blubbing. Yeah, well, there's a new run, com- new load coming up. Um, What's it on? Is there? Because there's only eight yeah. episodes at the yeah, moment. Yeah, no, there's a new. Your favourite Netflix? Of course, Netflix. <laughs> it's on the flicks. It's on the flicks. And uh, that's that's it. That concludes the K Ribeiro section of the first what we've been watching podcast of format point issue fifty seven. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Um, annoyingly, I've got a couple uh, of Netflix things. Well, just because I feel we've, we've that's fine. It's allowed. Right it's, it's 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 annoying though, isn't it? Yeah, but then oh, so but, not everyone has are. Netflix, so I you know the, I mean the onus is on you guys oh. to not watch stuff on Netflix, really. But you know, yeah. No, because right. listen, I had some Netflix issues where I haven't been able to watch it for a month and a half. I didn't tell you because I couldn't take the earache from you guys. Why? It came up with this error code. It was very complex. That's why I haven't watched anything for a long time. <laughs> but I've sorted it out now. Brilliant. It was a quick switch off and on situation. And uh, it's working now. So there'll be a lot of Netflix stuff from me to come. It reminds me when I interviewed Hugh Grant. Uh, boom. Boom. And um, I asked him if he watches m- many of these you know, big dramas on TV. And he's like, I don't have Netflix. He doesn't understand how it works. He can't get to work. He has to try to get his nanny to fix it up for him on his TV. His and nanny is an au pair work. or his actual grandmother? No, he's not as in no pet. Yeah, he's okay. nanny, nanny for his kids. He's got about it's, five kids. Yeah, but that's what I say. Is, was that before or after he impregnated her? Because he got a nanny. Is that the one who is? Oh, then I he don't got... know. Oh, I don't want to go down that. I'm oh, no idea. Okay, fine. Yeah, just let's not wondered, go down the whole wondered. impregnation route. Just wondered. He's a natural anyway, who relates to Hugh's problems with yeah, Netflix. Sometimes. I do know how to use Netflix on multiple devices, no Show less. Off. Me and, too. Um, recently, on my phone, on my iPad, on yeah. my big TV. <laughs> 
<laughs> and recently, I've been watching this series called The Letdown. Oh, oh, this this looks yeah. so good. This is like yeah. that mother program. It's that, that we mother program. Actually, we should mention that. Is that still available? Motherland. What? Motherland. B- that is a don't BBC know. program. Yeah. Which was very good. But it looked... I when I it's, on like it's on DVD. It's on DVD. I don't think it's still on no, I think no one buys DVDs. Some people do. Who does? Anyway. Anyway, anyway, move on. This is a little bit like... It has... Uh, you're very right to mention it, Steph, to be fair to you. It has it some things in like common. It. It's about motherhood and bringing up a child. But this very, it's an Australian show. It's an Australian comedy, mm. and um, it's all about one a mother played by Alison Bell. She's Audrey, and she's got a new new newborn. So it's all about that p- moment in your life where it's not. So it's not unlike Motherland, which is kids of different ages, isn't it? They're school yeah, age oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. This is she's just had a baby, and it's devastating. Fresh out the life. womb. Fresh out the womb, she joins a support group for other mothers of newly born kids who are all. Completely ridiculous people. Is it like funny. an NCT group or? No, well, I guess no. This is like a sport group for people for women, so they can share their issues and problems of having a new newborn child. Mm. Oh, okay. Yeah, but it's really effing funny. Um, it's it, it, the observations are incredible. It's one. It is as blunt and as no nonsense and as edgily mm. kind of dealing with the rubbish that mothers have to put with from each other oh, as, yeah. as, as in motherland. The letdown. The letdown. Um, it's seven and a half hours and it's really brilliant. What, one episode? No, I'm joking. Steady. How many episodes? Seven, seven and a half hours. And um, it's Australia. And I believe, like, weirdly, Netflix is showing it here before it's even gone out on a TV in Australia. Nice. How right. much they care about us. So that's brilliant, uh, the letdown. Oh, do you remember, sorry, while you're just talking about that, do you remember yeah. Kath and Kim? Of course, yeah. Oh, Great Aussie, Aussie comedy. comedy. Yeah, there's a lot of really good Aussie Look comedies. Look yeah. Look Yeah, yeah. <laughs> sorry, proceed. Um, Thingy High, the high school one with... Um, um, Somerset High, Summer... Something. No, summer. Yeah. What was that? Summer heights high. Summer heights high. Thank God we got that right. Got there in the end. The collective high brain. Worth it. You, John, John, down looking (laughs) askance. The second Netflix now quickly mentioned is The Rain, which we. well, I was hoping we were going to review it together. This is quite a big, it's their big kind of Scandinavian post-apocalyptic um, oh, yes. no. no. thing, but it's really interesting. Review it in your own time. Although it's Scandinavian, it okay. might be full of hot men. Unbelievably rude. But just um, in your own time. And unbelievable. Then I think you'd like it. I think you'd like it because A, it's on Netflix. B, it's got subtitles. But sometimes I'm good sometimes. Okay, so it's a show you have to read about dystopia with uh, undoubtedly has no dogs in it. I don't think I'm going to like it. You know, there are dogs in it. Oh, and fine. and um, it's very gripping. It's very well done. It's very well filmed. Anyway, I'm, I'm only mentioning it because I knew it would annoy you because it is dystopian. Oh, that's not nice of you. Um, and then um, I'm just going to mention, oh yeah, that's what I was going to mention. In in uh, TV news, mm. all this true crime stuff. You know, Octavia Spencer, the um, great Oscar winning actress yeah, from all those things. Of course we do. She's I doing... Do She's you do. She's from Hidden Figures. Yeah. She's from um, Shape of Water. Yeah. She's yeah. now from, I know her. Yeah. yeah. Do yeah. you? No. She you recognise her. She's doing a show for Apple, a drama for she, Apple. Sorry, can right? I just say as well? She did the Get Out. She was as exec producer on the Get Out. Exec producer on the Get Out. Right. There you go. Anyway. Clear as mud. She's a great actress. She's doing a big new show, 10-part drama series, which is all about what you two have been talking about, this phenomenon of... Cold cases. Of, of, of crime on true crime that mm. you're obsessed with yeah. and how all these cases come out on podcasts and TV documentaries and it's about what happens when that kind of may go wrong. So it's almost like a serious version of, again, that pop comedy one. Trial and by podcast. Trial by podcast, exactly. Yep. It's a whole issue. It's dangerous so I'm fascinated territory. by that. And the other thing I wanted to mention, I met someone who had meetings with Apple TV this week. Is that for Netflix? That gonna no, be Apple TV. It's going to be on Apple. Apple. Apple's commissioning their own TV stuff. Have I mentioned this already? What? Yeah. So they're oh, so another streaming service. Another streaming service. But oh, this is the amazing exhaustion. thing. So I met some. I met ATV Bigwig, who told me that she just had a meeting at Apple about trying to. Are you, you allowed know, to say this? Yeah, I'm not naming her. Okay. Fine. Not, it could be anyone in the, literally a female in the whole world of TV production. It could mm. be anyone at all. Is it? It's a girl though. It was. A, I'm prepared to say it's a female, but I may be lying. Could be a <gasps> oh, man. Oh gosh. Anyway, could be someone weird. Well. Who knows? Because. I've seen there's been a lot. If you look at variety and all the all the big, um, you know, like the showbiz bibles mm. that get every week, there's a new big new Apple thing announced. They've got like deals with all kinds of very famous people producing all kinds of TV drama, scripted drama. Yeah. The question is, where is this going? Like, literally, obviously, the Netflix is a service. You know, you have to sign up to it. There is no equivalent. There's like Apple Music, which has its own documentaries and stuff, but there's no Apple 
TV streaming TV service at the moment yet, and she told me that they don't, they haven't, they've yet to explain how they're going to make put this stuff available, make it available to viewers. Isn't that incredible? So they're commissioning all this stuff. I don't know whether it is incredible. Hold on a minute. Right, bear but with. it is quite extraordinary. They will have spent a lot of money already, yeah. and then they haven't got yeah. a channel. I mean, to how hard is it people to do agreeing. a streaming service? Is it but they're not. But they haven't announced they are doing it. That's what they're doing. It might be you click on Apple TV. You know that little device. It's a device called Apple TV. Yeah. That streams stuff for God, you. Not another it might device. Be an app. Not to understand. It might be an app on Apple TV. It might be a. You know. It might be a cable channel. They just haven't announced. They haven't said. Do you so know people, what? They've run on. before they can walk, haven't they? <laughs> Is they this really a bit have. industry though? Because potato, potato, we'll still get to the end product. Won't it we? is industry, but I thought yeah. I was fascinated. No, I mean, I mean, if you're what you're saying to me is, I can't believe you've explained this. No, thing. no, not at all. But what <laughs> I'm saying is, for for the parks, yeah. you get to see the good stuff. Yeah, it's just sure. how you're going to watch but it. But it's interesting. I yeah, thought, of course. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But it's pre- I found it pretty incredible that we don't know. It's how. that classic mm. thing of like, oh, we'll figure it out. Yeah, we'll yeah. figure it out. We'll just do it and we'll figure yeah. it out. Oh, well, exactly. You're right. Yeah. It is a we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. But will they? WFIO. Watch this space. Watch this space. WTF. With you. Um, that is that. I can't mention that I was on the set of um, the greatest TV program ever made this week. It's supposed to be a secret, but still, I was yeah. on set of. Um, oh, what TV I meant to say program to you, was it? I've still got to on my I list to watch the OA. Yeah, you got. Please get back I to me on that. I need to watch that. You try this. This we're recording this on Friday, Bank Holiday weekend. Watch it. Why don't you try? Do it? a binge. Eight I'm going to binge right. the bridge as promised to the Pogs. And also, you've got to listen to West Cork. So you're going to absolutely oh, love it. Don't you worry. That'll be finished tonight. Audible free trial. Alan Partridge. I was on the Alan Partridge's new show. I'm whispering it. Oh my god! Alan Partridge. It it's incredible. It's going to be the best thing ever. The best oh, thing I ever. can't wait. I absolutely yeah. can't wait. It's a great, one of the greatest days of my life. <gasps> Seeing. Hold on a minute. Yeah. You said that was last it week's was... recording of the pod, pod when we achieved our goal and you bought Pat when Val we and defeated you. Yeah. yeah, I was lying. Alan Partridge. Oh, yeah. Wow. When's that coming back? Autumn. Do I have to? Keep BBC whispering? One. Yeah, we have to keep whispering. Okay. Yeah. This week. No with one Alan will ever Partridge. hear this. Yeah. Autumn. What's awesome. it going to be called? This week with Alan Partridge. Sorry, this week I just with said. Alan. Sorry, yeah, I wasn't. But no, I was whispering I to be listening. fair. Yeah. She was so excited listening. about yeah. being involved in a secret. Yeah. 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 I do like yeah. being involved in a secret. Yeah, it's good, isn't okay, it? Okay, everyone, don't tell anyone. Don't tell anyone. Don't tell anyone else. It's our secret. Moving on. Kay, now then. At this point, traditionally, yes. it is what's known as Reviews News. Reviews News. Reviews News. Not anymore. What happens now? Well. Because we've met our hundred. Uh, reviews and by you, we, whenever the hell it was. We've got 104 plus the three transatlantic I'd ones. I'd buy a fucking cake. <laughs> 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 the whole Listen, thing. Yeah. no need for effing and jeffing. Potty mouths are not invited so to what, this So what happens now? Well, just to let you know, I just wanted to tell you on the reviews news front that it is ticking along nicely because we had we have had a few more reviews but I'm not going to read them at this juncture because I feel like we'll build it up a bit but Pogs out there, just because we're not talking about it every week does not mean that I'm internally telling you please leave us reviews. I mean, I'm not saying duplicate them because we know that's illegal should be illegal but um I mean, it's you not know illegal don't worry tell, really tell your friends about us if you really do enjoy what we're doing and there's three of you out there who do um <laughs> no 107 who do tell your friends because we want more listeners and, and you know what i'm supposed to say at this point as well don't you what? yes you oh, know about our... pilot tv no no <laughs> don't, don't take <laughs> the piss don't take oh, the no, piss no, Kay. i know you know don't Sherlock. you yeah no don't who Right, I'm, I'm, I was about to say it, but I'm, I'm now thinking it. of not saying no, it. No, say He's it. thinking about not you, saying it, he will though. Say it. From on high, you know, all just from on high. Now, yeah, we've got to float the ludicrous notion of a live <laughs> episode of this fucking thing. Stop hold on, <laughs> hold on. Boyd, what? You don't call it ludicrous. ludicrous fucking thing. Well, Sorry I'm moving up to the pogs. listeners. <laughs> okay, okay. Serious, in all seriousness. That is ha- literally the funniest thing that you've well, said on the podcast. Well, there we go. So I, I promised that I would, I promised... From on the high, people on the high. Yeah. We've got to float the idea. If we decided to do a live version of this podcast before an actual audience of live human beings Pogs. that Pogs. paid money to watch such an event, how We're many? We're not of talking you? a lot of money. We're not talking a lot of dough, are we? Because no, to be fair, if no, I'm looking, I'm not like looking. 50, 60 quid each. Oh, g- I'm, Boy, joking. I'm, joking. I'm joking. Shut the front door. That is way maximum, too much. Maximum, maximum ten. Maximum. <laughs> I don't pounds. know. How. I mean. Again, we cannot throw it out, so it's a double throw out. How much <laughs> would you be willing yeah, to pay? That is a good point. How Listeners, much would you be willing to pay? People this is on the ground. Like, no, don't get sarky. We don't want you to say 50p, although people, that would be welcome. People, no, people I'm going to find that depressing if people go, oh, I'll give you 25 pence. Okay. This we're is we're all asking the question. We've got, got, well, we've got All right, this listen. Is, this Pogs. is live research, so... 
if how, a two points, a would you even be vaguely interested in coming to watch us? And don't us be three, put off by his and negative John Dan be there. Okay. Um, yeah, that uh, is a draw. B, John Dan will be should there. Should we get? Should we start merchandising stuff? Should no, we no, get no, sweatshirts? Don't Let's focus on this live. Do you want thing. me to crank right. over this this pottery wheel? Because I could start making stuff. I oh, mean, if, whatever you want to watch us do live, that's not the matter. Yeah. <laughs> um, but if you want to watch us chatting shit live in a venue somewhere, <laughs> almost Nero. certainly in London, <laughs> um, would you be interested? And if so, how much would you be willing to pay? That's all I'm saying. Tweet Leaving us. It there. Tweet us at Unmissables Pod. Yeah. Let us know how you feel. Do yes. you, would you be interested? Yeah. I mean, you we won't be offended if you're not interested. No, okay, exactly. we really be won't. Be honest. This is a, this is because other, this is it's a thing that other podcasts do do. So it's not like it's so like you know, there's a lot of. <laughs> really I mean, if it's just five podcast. people, we could get into Cafe Nero. And I would street. happily to meet five of our lovely pogs. I would happily go to a Cafe right, Nero. So I've done yeah. that job. And that was a long interruption of Kay's Kay's review. That's news. fine. That was wor- that was worth Thanks. it. Also, just to hear you. Dropping the um, F-bomb a few times. Yeah. <laughs> apologia, apologia, people. Um, right, now, I just wanted to flag up. So, John Dan very wittily called this the tweet before the meat, which is now what it is. Tweet before the meat. <laughs> tweet before that... the meat. <laughs> I mean, it's almost, almost a tune. But well, yeah. I thought it should be tweet of the week, tweet of the week, That's tweet better. of the week. No, hang on. Tweet blank. before yeah. meat, tweet before meat, tweet before meat. Uh, we're going to have to speed <laughs> it up. <laughs> <Of the week. laughs> We'll have to work on that. Um, this is kind of the live goal you can see yeah. if you come to Camden, Cafe Nero, and designated date. Um, right, I just wanted to flag up that we started off with just nine followers when I talked when I talked. Yeah, to and you. I said we could, could we get a hundred by Christmas. Well, what I'd say is we've <laughs> already Love got we've <laughs> Boyd. Well, go on. We've already got fifty three. No, that's brilliant. That's great. Thank you so much for following us and like being traumatized by us on a different platform. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, thanks for following us. Spread the word. I just wanted to flag up that last week we talked about um, when we were doing our um, 104 shout outs and <laughs> I mentioned two people with the name surname of Rawling Rowling. Now, Rawlings. there was a little bit of um, a dispute with Boyd saying that potentially that was the same person because mm. one was yeah. DJ Rowling and one was not. Kirsty, one was Kirsty. Kirsty, yeah. yeah. Well, they only bloody follow us on Twitter now and... Ugh. They are two separate people. You're right. One is Kirsty or Critters, very wittily mm-hmm. known as, on Twitter, and also Daniel Rowling's Rawlings, and he's the one who said we were essential, 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 essential. Essential. It's essential, Kay. Essential. Although I like the idea of essential. What would Maybe that mean, though? I don't mean, I don't know. It's just a new word. Mm. Okay, yeah. I'm going to say essential listening to um, for any tele addicts. He was our strapline. Do you remember? Oh yes, that is our new. Well, strapline. anyway, they've confirmed that they are two um, different people, and in fact, they're a husband and wife combo. Oh, I'm very happy. Perfect. So they're mog m- m- pogs. I'm calling them married pogs. Very good. Mm. So yeah, thank you. And there's, there was a lot of um, interaction about the cake, actually. A few people were saying, you know, did he save us a slice and stuff like that? Mm. And what can well, I say? Well, maybe we'll no. have cake at the live one. Oh, <laughs> Boyd, you're buying us another Pat Mel cake. Oh my, oh my God. What am I saying? We should hold I mean, it at a patisserie valerie. <gasps> oh my God, shut the front door. That's where should have it. This is growing bigger and bigger. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to get in touch with If you work Pat for Bell. patisserie valerie and you're Can we have use your venue free and can you give our pogs free cakes? I mean, we have we have talked about Pat Val and at least... 80 podcasts and we've only done 57 mm. so well. I'm sure they'd love us taking over a branch it, does that conclude this week's tree of the week is yeah. that what it's called it's over the- yeah it's <laughs> over now let's and find Boyd, just so you know it's <laughs> tweet before meat tweet before meat tweet before meat I don't know we need to work on that we need <laughs> no, to work that's on it now too late that was the tweet before meat this is the meat after the tweet yep um, let's just begin with Patrick Morrow's for me one of the most exciting TV events of this year of our Lord, mm. 2018. It's a five-part drama based on the acclaimed, best-selling, award-winning novels by Edward St. Aubin. They've been adapted for television by the excellent David Nichols, who wrote One Day, among other mm. books, among other great books. It stars Benedict Cumberbatch as the titular Patrick Melrose, who, when we first meet him in this first episode, which is actually adapted from the second novel in the series... Roger. ...where he's in his 20s, he's in his early mm-hmm. 20s... His dad's just died, and he is in the middle of a massive kind of cold turkey slash drug addiction phase. He's in New York, and his job is his dad is his dad's body is in New York, and he goes to where the, his dad's body is, and he's supposed to retrieve the ashes, etc., bring it back, bring them back for a funeral. In the midst of all this, he's on a kind of journey of destruction, self destruction, taking various drugs, dealing with drug dealers, 
grappling with his own tormented psyche, if I'm using those words, mm. and it's all connected to, and you see flashbacks in episode one to what his dad did to him when he was a child. But you don't see, that was all fleshed out much more in episode two, which was the first novel in the series, but where, which focuses on, on his unbelievably grim childhood. He's born into aristocracy. His mother's the daughter of a very rich family, um, and the kind of, his dad's very posh, Oxbridge Public School, etc. So he's born into great privilege. Mm-hmm. He's massively troubled. It's, um, and that's the kind of setup. Now, I've read most of these books. I've read... Th- Three, four of the five books. Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of this is like, as you know, as you take mm. the piss of me every week. I'm a huge Cumberbatch Sherlock you are. fan. You are. So this is catnip. But we love, but we love him. This is catnip yeah. for me. What do you two think? I'm going with K first. Oh, this was <sighs> shock me. Ex- this was exceptional, and I think he gives such an astounding performance that he's definitely going to get BAFTAs for this, isn't he? It's 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 amazing because not only do you, for me, when I was watching it, I found what I found great was that uh, there are points where it's so surreal and you, you find yourself, it's kind of psychedelic, mm. it's very mm. trippy, and you find yourself at points laughing at it because when he's having episodes, particularly when he's taking a quaalude and then his like, tongue's too big for his mouth and stuff, it is actually quite amusing and there's a lot of physical comedy involved in yeah, it. That's it and, and it. And it's, and it's mm. so like demanding in that respect. And it's really funny. But then there's a gear change and you actually realise you're pulled up short because you're like, actually, this is, he's spiralling into horrific drug addiction. It's out of control. And I just think, I can't believe how physically, mentally and emotionally demanding this must be, must have been mm. on him. And um, I just think it is brilliant. I, I I concur. The physicality, if I can say that, of his performance you is said it. astounding. <laughs> and also just to kind of repeat what Kay said, what I find so Don't amazing about this, well, I'm going to repeat it, but using different words. Fine. <laughs> Fine. Um, That's not so, a full repeat. No, it's no. not. Um, what's so amazing about this is it's kind of darkly comedic. It's just mm. the fine line between comedy and tragedy is portrayed so well. I've just got to say, this is so. This is a one-man performance as well. This first episode, and I know you've seen five, have you seen a lot three. of them? You've seen three. Three of the five. This first episode, I mean, it really is. Mm. I mean, apart from like a, a cameo kind of by, from Alison Watsachops. Yes, Williams. from Williams Alison from Williams. Girls as his kind of girlfriend. Money yeah. from no, Girls. Well, she, no, she's not the girlfriend. She's the girl that he girlfriend. Friends, oh, yeah. The Friends. girl that he fancies. Girlfriend, the girlfriend. you're right. Yes, you're right. Just... I mean, it's all him. He, yeah. he absolutely has to occupy the screen for the majority of the time. And he does it. And it's almost that like you don't notice that it's only him until afterwards. And you think, oh, actually, he only really is just him on his own. It's tremendous. It's absolutely, um, I mean, it's awe-inspiring how he mm. can do it, to be honest. I can't even imagine how he how he started to, I don't know, started do you know to learn funny? how to do this. Right. It's just so, it's so amazing. Yeah. I can't kind of sum it up. Any sum up is not giving it justice because, like I said, the physicality of his performance is Astounding. It is amazing. What's funny is that he's obviously takes up the whole of the time in the first episode. Like it's he's got all the screen time. And yet in the second episode, which I've watched I don't know if you've yeah. seen I didn't watch it, no. He's not in it at all. Yeah. Which really? is incredible. Yeah. Well he's in it a little bit in 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 um in, in flash forwards. Oh, okay, yeah. So there's a little but bit of so almost very the, minimally. Very minimally, yeah, you're right. There's almost like the framing device of episode two is that it's, in fact it starts off right where episode one leaves off, mm. that he's still he's getting friends now to help him. Um, with Turkey. the come down go cold Turkey right. and meantime so it's really one kind of an extended huge big flashback exploring mm. the origins of his um, mm. issues with his dad and then did you watch episode 3 as well? no I didn't so episode 3 so Sky Atlantic thank you very much Sky sent, sent us 3 episodes to watch mm. but the third one is it, each episode is completely different so um, even though they've got they've all got the same director um, mm. and the same cast and the same writers and the same creative team the they're almost visually and tonally all different. So this first one is this huge, big, surreal, visually dazzling, um, comedic. It's very immersive. Dark, immersive, isn't it? yeah. Thing. It's Odyssey. Mm, I'm using the word yeah. Odyssey. Yeah. Um, the second one is this unbelievable, which you've watched as well, Kay. Yeah. You can confirm. Unbelievably it's a tough, watch. tough. I can't wait to see that one. Deeply moving, mm. disturbing. Mm. So it's alluded to in this first episode that he's had, as you quite yeah. rightly said, this really grim childhood. Yeah. I, and I found that quite uncomfortable. And I almost thought, I hope I don't see any more of that because it looks no, it's all it's about quite that. terrifying. Episode two is dedicated to All okay. about that. Um, his dad is a monster. An right, okay. and, it, and the other thing is, we mentioned, I think, last week when I kind of previewed the fact that we were doing it, is Edward St. Alban wrote it's, it, it's absolutely autobiography. He makes no bones of the fact that, that this, this is what makes it most even of worse. This, yeah, it's most of this horrific. stuff happened mm. to him. 
Oh, God. And um, so he had this horrendously abusive, monstrous father who treat, tr- tr- treated everyone, his wife. Um, you know, there's a brilliant scene in episode two, right? The first scene mm. set in the chateau in France where they lived a lot. They spend their summers there, if you like. And he treats this, like, maid and helper and, you know, his staff, this woman. She's carrying all these things on a tray, like pack china. tray full of mm. china. And he's deliberately, and she's, she's shaking with she kind hold, of stress. He holds her, and he like, holds her, her there. for, like... Just looking at her, yeah. not, like not dismissing her, and her hands are yeah, trembling. The whole thing is shaking. She's like, and then he just ends it with "Look after my wife's china," kind of thing. And yeah. he's just and an he's intimidating monster, intimidating evil, yeah. forcing her to stand there. Shaking. Nasty bastard, originally. And it's a brilliant OG. It's a brilliant little dramatization by um, David Nichols of of you know what happens in the books. And then the third one is, which I was completely bored over. It's a completely different thing again. It's much more of a kind of social comedy of manners, really. There's right. Princess Margaret, who's you know, it appears. So there's this incredibly really? posh, big, lavish party. Each episode kind of revolves around, in a way, like a big event of some kind. You know, mm. they're very focused. They're brilliantly focused, as the books did as well, to some extent. And the, so the third one is this big, lavish event. Um, this big party, and um, to which um, Patrick Moses is only kind of, you know, he's kind of invited, but it's one of the, it's not in, all about him, but he's just there with his best mate, and Princess Margaret's there, and it's so funny, and also, again, unbelievably emotional moving. So anyway, bottom line, this is yeah. going to be, as you said, mm. uh, an award winner, definitely. I mean, they have, I think I mentioned this ages ago as well, they, they deliberately, when they, um, they only finished filming it kind of late last year, even maybe early this year, um, and I went on set. That's why I gave Benedict his award, his Unmissables award. Yeah, they were filming this in that house. You know, there's that. If God, you he must the... have been drained. Yeah, you think, well, right. The last thing he wants to do is an extension. Do you know award. what? Just to say, I have yeah. to say about Benedict Cumberbatch, the breadth of his talent is yeah. so enormous. Because actually, you think just when you think he's yeah. done, he's done something. You're like, oh, that performance is incredible. Because as you know, I was a huge, huge fan of A Child in Time. Mm. I thought that was mm. amazing. Um, but this is just a whole, it's like a whole new level of his talent. It's yeah. like he's gone stratospheric with yeah. it. And as you say, episode one is like the technical challenge because it's all of his, his movement and his. Yeah. And then episode three, which is is kind of more the human behind it, an incredibly likable, funny, charming, mm. kind of lovable guy behind this which kind doesn't of... necessarily come across in episode one right yeah exactly and it's, a, it's all very key as the stages in his life you know in this stage in episode three stage he's a bit older but he's not yet he's not married he's not with a family or anything yet of his own and he's relying on his best friend it's, it's just fascinating anyway bottom line I could go on about it all yeah. day yeah. but it is going to be one of the best uh, dramas of the year and he's definitely going to get nominated for Emmys and Grammys and they deliver that's what I was going to say yeah they're deliberately showing it a bit earlier really so they kind of make sure they edited it and finished it in time so they could get it um, away available for the Emmys in America because it's showing on Showtime there and I think he will I'm sure be nominated if not win so Sky Atlantic is showing it from this Sunday as it goes out in America at two in the morning you know the thing they do with Westworld and Game of Thrones such simulcast exactly (laughs) that's the word (laughs) so they're simulcasting it at two in the morning listeners if you want to be the first people to watch it um, in Just the Sky wide Plus world, it. or it's at nine o'clock on Sunday night um, at Sky Atlantic and Now TV, and it is unmissable. It's literally unmissable. Oh, this is the definition. This is what this podcast was created for. So this is like that bit in um, in Britain's Got Talent when they've all just said oh. you're the greatest <laughs> thing ever, and now we give and they go, um, yeah, it's a yes from me. <laughs> oh yeah, like suddenly you could suddenly go, no, it's definitely no. going to be five stars from me. Of course, it's five stars from me and five stars from me. Yeah, yeah. thank you. Uh, We're nothing if predictable. Yeah, not predictable. Patrick Melrose. Um, Next Sunday, Sky Atlantic, Now TV. Moving on, Humans, mm. Series 3. Which of you, are you a Humans fan, Steph? Did you watch Boy, Series 1 and 2? we talked about this last week. <laughs> Sorry. That I hadn't watched it because Sorry. it was slightly dystopian. Oh my God, it's slightly dystopian. And I, but I did say I liked What's Her, what's oh, her yeah, Face. Gemma Chan. Gemma Chan. No. No. Um, Catherine. Catherine Parkinson. 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 Oh, she's, yeah. From the I IT like, crowd. Yeah, so I like Catherine Parkinson from the IT crowd and from that Malteser advert she's in. Yeah. I like her from both those things. Yeah. So despite your dystopia hatred, are you prepared to kind of explain a little bit what's going on I in can. Humans? I'll explain what I understand so far. Sure. So what I understand is that the first series was about... Uh, humans taking in helpers so to speak that were synthetic mm. okay so but now they're called they're called synths i don't yeah. know if the first series are called synths mm. um this as it obviously would so lots of these humans became very attached to their synths and they were like part of the family because they look like humans apart from these uh, apart from their eye colors so they all had orange orange eyes 
or green eyes. Green. Right? In the beginning, did they have green eyes? Green. So they all had green yeah. eyes, okay? The orange is new. Is a the new orange thing. is new. They're yeah. the new synths. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah, because they say you should get an orange yes. eye. So people became very attached to this, particularly Catherine Parkinson's character. She's a lawyer, yes, who yeah. helps lots of people. This It led to the breakdown of her marriage because she is very much on the side of the synths and her husband wasn't. This is just what I've gleaned from watching this first e- this episode of season three. Would that be you correct? Know as, you know as much as I do because okay. I, was, I was figuring this out along the way, but so that's what I've got. This, yeah, although this, partly the, what happened was, sorry to interrupt, is that because I did watch... First series, is okay. that um, it's, that was the case to start with? Then he got rather too close to the synth. Did he have I mean. sex with well, the synth? I mean, you know, oh, did there were issues. Put it that way, there were issues. So then she got more, you know. God, how does that work? Okay, yeah. Let's carry on. So anyway, we join this series with it. The, the synths that who are perceived to have gone rogue are all living in a sort of warehouse collective. Yes. And there's these new synths which are orange eyes, but there's been this mass sort of war where a uh, hundred thousand since died and I think 153 humans something like that and they're marking the anniversary of these deaths so there's real this real divide of the green-eyed synths are bad the orange-eyed synths are the good synths it's like a rebellion isn't it yeah so just like yeah one, one just one detail is that the the daughter Catherine's so this family was the focus of yeah of the, the first of the ep- first series because yeah. Matty, who's the the kind of daughter, was key in releasing the consciousness code, which was the thing that suddenly enabled all the synths around the world to, to have start a feeling human. Yeah, to yeah. Stop. And, and so I think that. that's a really important detail because at the beginning of this episode they do a little bit previously, yeah, but it's not fully explained. Oh, so okay. Well, it, it says like well, that's why the code. I missed that in my right. explanation. Okay. It does say like there's a code re- code released, but if yeah. you haven't watched humans, you yeah. don't know what the hell that code is going to sure. do. So. Yeah. Yeah, so effectively, and a bit like Westworld, which is happening at the moment, and we, which we reviewed a couple of weeks ago, mm. the since now then rebel. That was why, and then they had to be killed. You know, it had to be in inverted commas by the human authorities to keep to keep you know order. Um, similarly, funnily enough, in Westworld, which is dealing with very similar issues, obviously they were in the middle of a mass rebellion at the moment in the theme park by the non-human um, robots or whatever the hell they are. Mm. So there are they're great similarities. Yeah, so, yeah. so as we arrive in series three, it's kind of the aftermath. It's a year later, and we're now and you've now got those some of those old synths, the green-eyed synths, squirreled away. But and the the new orange ones are supposed to be safe. They're supposed to be yeah. absolutely hundred percent safe, and they've taken over the the household tasks and the menial tasks, which is what the synths are we're always supposed mm. to. Do. Sorry. Right. But in this episode, so that's kind of the background to yeah. it if you never watched it before. In this episode, there um there are some there's a bar that's been kind of set up for synths and humans to coexist because lots of people who are sympathetic towards the synths plight yes. um want it to be harmonious. And you see a rogue synth who's pretended to be human and changed the colour of her eyes so she appears human, go into a bar and then a bomb goes off in this bar. Meanwhile, Catherine Parkinson's character, Laura, is trying to help another synth out who, I don't know what the relation, her original relationship is to that synth. Was it, was um, it part of her, Aaron? Was it part of her, was he, or is he just a... He just kind of became like a major figure in the synth world. Okay. Yeah. And they got to know them. They got, yeah. Right. So, I mean, yeah. Is it? Do, is that a full enough explanation? Yes, yeah, that's great. absolutely. Okay, fine. Well done. Fantastic. I'd give that description five stars. <laughs> so Thanks you two, knew, so you didn't watch series one and two either. Okay. I, I watched a little bit of it, and then I just—it wasn't really for me, so <laughs> I stopped watching. But I, not for toi. Not for not for moi. Not pour toi. <laughs> not pour toi. <laughs> uh, so what? What the hell did you think of this series? Then? I really, I did think? enjoy it. I thought it was good. Like I say, it's not, it's not my bag, right? So I'm not. Beyond this, I again will then be dropping off. However, uh, what do you mean? You mean no, you're not, not going to carry on watching it? Yeah, she'll, she'll be dropping, dropping off. off the ra- yeah, I'll be dropping oh, off the okay. Yeah, the yeah. humans. She'll be dropping off the viewers. The radio yeah. list. Yeah, <laughs> but um, <laughs> thanks. Steph literally is the only one who understands. I me do. In the I room. speak K. Um, but I know, like West Westworld has more money and it's more lavish. But I have to say, I prefer humans. Oh. I think, yeah, I do. I think it's I think it's really good and it's really well written and. Not yeah. good enough for her to continue watch. Whoa. Whoa. Oh my the God. Oh my God. Jeff and Chan's getting in touch. Oh, wow. I think it could be Westworld. Furious. Wow. Oh, sorry, Westworld. Um, um, interesting. Oh, okay. But yeah, why, so I why won't you carry on watching it? If you, you, just because, you know. Just because there's no, so much other yeah, stuff. That what she means is it's really good for people who like that kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, exactly. That's what she means. Yeah. <laughs> You're interpreting <laughs> what this, she that's means. That's what I'm here for. Like, that is what you mean. It, it is. I it's good. And it's smart. Like, I like the details. Oh, gosh. 
Don't Killing die bridge. on us again. Every episode, there's sort of His a critical, batteries run out like a synth. There's a critical charger. point. Like, I get very worried about you. Um, no, but like, you know, when there's a point where the um, the synths are really scared to go outside and then they have to have human guards and stuff like that. Like, I, I mm. like the subversion. It's funny. Do you like that bit? That's <laughs> one bit. In the, no, it's good. I'm saying no, no, I'm enjoy good. it. I don't know how much more I can say about that. I mean, for me, is it watchable? Yes. <laughs> Would I choose to watch it? Probs not. Um, but you think it's good? It's well but done. It's isn't very it? well done. I think Gemma Chan. I mean this in the absolutely nicest way possible. Oh, Gemma God. Chan looks amazingly like a because she's so unbelievably beautiful and her mm. skin is incredible. Yeah. She, yeah, she I, looks, I'm her, starting to question whether she is actually. A, she looks unreal. She does. Beauty. She's stunning. So she looks. So she did that take adds part. To it. She did do a documentary where they built a a, a replica. I know they cut you out of it. Yeah, I was saying they cut me out. Famously, they cut you out. I don't hold it against her. Or it, or humans. Some people would. Yeah, I don't. So I'm Some people would that. take it as you were good enough to be in that documentary, but we wouldn't say that. Well, he's, yeah. he's over it. I'm totally over it. So even though it's a dystopia, but so you're not going to carry on watching it either? Oh, God, no. <laughs> no, I won't watch a second more of it. that we don't Absolutely appreciate not. it, Boyd. No. God, nothing could make me watch another episode what? of this. No. No. She, Why not? She's saying, no, you... No, I don't. I really don't want to watch any more of it. But it was fine. You don't want to know what happens next? What happens? I wouldn't be averse to you telling me what happens. <laughs> yeah, but I, I'm not going to seek it What's out. What's the other show you want us to tell you what happens again? Um, oh, um, there was that one. Come Home. Yeah. I told yeah. you that last No, you didn't tell me what happened in it, though. I yeah. do want to know. Um, yeah. And Liar, because that was a bit too tense oh, yeah, for me. Yeah, oh, no. Yeah, there's a few of those. Yeah. Okay, well, let me just say. It is good for what it is. What it is? Yeah, a dystopian drama. Oh, okay. Sorry, yeah. Your listeners, you have to, yeah, of course. F whiz. Regular listeners will know your For aversion to dystopian drama. It's not just my dramas. aversion. It's VAD, Viewers Against Dystopia. Mm. I can't start like there a dystopian thing. The only members of Viewers Against Dystopia are you yeah. and your alter and me, ego. I'm in a, Hold on I'm a minute. I've got, to, me, I've got a K yeah. and a couple You're of our You're not close minded to No, not as close minded, but I'm not, I'm not, listen, I'm not waking up every day going, yeah, dystopia. No. That's not happening, Not like Boyd. you, Boyd. But yeah, hey, I do Boyd. wake up every morning and go, yay, dystopia. Yeah, and then you go, then you go <laughs> Seinfeld, yay. then you go Sherlock and Doctor Who. Those are the things we know what happens in your life. Jesus and then Christ. Arsenal. Anyway, but, anyway. What do you think? I think it's great. And what's really good about this new third series, because I think the first series was fantastic. The first series was Channel 4's biggest new drama hit for decades. It was a massive monster hit. And then what happened with the second series, it was slightly less... Um, successful, and I think it, it partly the reason for that is it spread out into it had a whole subplot of stuff that was going on in California with different characters, and um, it tried to kind of broaden the scope of it, but which is fair enough. And it was fine; it was absolutely fine. We love it. It was fair enough for them to do that. It was fair enough for them to do that. Yeah, very defensive. No, no, no. It was fair enough. But this, what I like about this stuff, this new third series is it's again laser focused back on the characters that we knew and loved from the first series, on the family um, with Catherine Parkinson and Tom Goodman, who they're now separated. And he's screwed himself away in, in a produce shop oh, in, a, in a town. I enjoyed that. I thought you liked the handpicked produce. Picked by humans, yes. picked by humans right. produce, which is more expensive. Exactly. Yeah. He's screwed away where they're supposed to be known since. A lot, and there's a whole political, there's a very clever, smart, allegorical, mm. metaphorical undercurrent Ooh. going on of, you know, illegal All aliens. Yeah. Illegal aliens, that... That scene with the bar with the terrorism, terrorist act continued because people resent the idea of humans, in quotes, mingling with the synths. Yeah, yeah. And that's really, that's great. It's, you know, it's, it's dealing with effectively, you know, issues of racism. It's a, let's just refugees. say it, it's a social commentary. It's a social commentary. It is a and you may well have that slightly snotty, sarky tone. Come on, slightly snotty. But I think it does it very well. I think it does it very well. And I think the cast is all round brilliant. Catherine Parkinson is great. Parkinson is Listen, Parky, fantastic. Do you know what I wish they'd do? New series of IT Crowd. That's cool. oh. That would be a dream for me. Of course. One of the greatest sitcoms ever. They're all great. Um, Gemma Chan, Ivano Jeremiah is great as Max, the kind of the, the really likeable um, old school synth. It's just a great show. So, yes, those of you who are more open-minded about dystopian dramas, mm -hmm. about artificial intelligence, please watch it. It's four and a half stars from me. Watch it. See if you like it. I'm not saying don't. It's How a four stars? from me. Four from Kate? I'd give it a four too. I oh, think good. for what it is, it's <laughs> excellent. Stop saying for what it is. But that's the truth. Humans is back on Channel 4 next Thursday, the 17th of May at 9pm. And finally, the third item of meat is bulletproof. <laughs> <laughs>
bulletproof. I don't know why I'm mispronouncing <laughs> these today. It's just, just, it's the, just way the way I am. it is. It's like when you do the days. Yeah. What, what is the today? Mundleberry. Mundleberry. Oh, I love yeah. that. Mundleberry. Chuselberry day. Wendleberry day. It's an in joke. Thurselberry day. It's an in joke. Right. You can see Listeners. how it carries see, on. Do you know what I love about this? That people think who don't know you that they think you're very serious and you don't like do they? But yeah, they I, think, I think they think you're serious what about the guy who, what about the guy who reviewed me and said I constantly guy, interrupt him with go. glib one liners he doesn't let think he doesn't, doesn't think he doesn't think I'm serious it was it definitely wasn't sarcastic about you anyway Boyd. bulletproof is the new he just interrupted interrupt you I know buddy in a glib way without even a joke it's a buddy cop drama co-created by Ashley Waters and Noel Clark. But interestingly enough, written and directed by Nick Love, the film director of, yeah, of Football Factory fame. Kay, I happen to know, as I've already mentioned, that you interviewed these dudes. So come on. I did. Um, it's down to you to explain what the earth Bulletproof is about. Well, I'm just going to tell you an interesting fact. It was actually Ashley Walters' idea, this whole thing. And then he got in touch with Noel Clark because they wanted to work together. And um, they said that basically they get certain, as young black actors, they get certain roles to play um, all the time. And... They, they wanted to do two cops, mm. good guys, on primetime TV, which is kind of groundbreaking. And um, and that's how it all came about. So I just want to tell you that interesting fact. That, that is a good fact. Fact to launch into this. So they are two hapless coppers who um, are always bickering and stuff like that. Um, and they investigate major crime. In the first episode, it is a crime ring that's dealing in stolen fancy cars. Right, so fancy cars, fancy cars, <laughs> right? Posh cars are getting stolen, and they're <laughs> investigating. Anyway, they have an informant who's um, obviously snitching on the baddies, and the informant gets mowed down before their eyes, and then they are hell bent on revenge. And the whole episode is about how they do that, and it's not always within the parameters of the law. They are, you know, they they're oh, a bit whoa, a bit way. Yeah, they're a little bit like the geezers, you know. Mm. But they get the job done, and it's all about their relationship, the banter they have, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And also, you know what, um, Linda, oh, what's her name uh, from EastEnders? Linda oh, um, yeah, Coulson. Thingy's Lindsay mom. Coulson. Yeah, Lindsay but who? Coulson. What was that? Carol. Yeah, Carol Jackson's in it Carol. as well. She's the, she's the um, she's the mom. Isn't yeah, she? she's the boss of them. Yeah, tries to yeah. keep them on a short leash, and that's it. Very good. Mm. Steph, what did you think of Bulletproof? Now, big fan of Top Dog, okay, which was Ashley Walters' oh, yeah, yeah. series. I don't know where that's still available, but if it's available somewhere, you should Top watch boy. it. Top Boy. <laughs> Top Dog. You're so obsessed with dogs. <laughs> wow. You're so obsessed with dogs. The trans it I'm was having, about I'm a human a being, not a dog, moment. right? Unbelievable. Sorry, I guys. want to see a programme called Top Dog. Yeah. No, Top Dog is a programme. It is a programme. It's not a countdown show, is it? It is a little. No, it's about the top dog so it's a bit like crafts but you but uh, do you remember that show it was top dog uh, yeah but it's not anyway, actually sorry <laughs> top boy top big boy fan, big fan of yeah, top it was great boy. Was, what was that bbc oh channel four channel four channel four so it's probably on all four now <laughs> you say this is like it might be it might not be or four ideas DV, dvod they're okay. making a new series of top boy fyi for netflix okay so it is what relevant? about top dog? Right, there you go Right. Don't know about anyway, Top Dog, Top Dog was on Channel Four. You can watch that. As well. Anyway, yes. yeah, yeah. Um, big fan of Noel Clark because I met him when he came to the offices once, and I thought he was very handsome. Yeah. Um, but that aside, because that's not important. Um, <laughs> it is important. Well, yes. Yeah. I mean, he's visually pleasing. I had a picture taken with him. I was very pleased about that. I may put that up on the put it on tweeting th device. <laughs> put it on Twitter. Instagram um, the hell out of it. Now, I'm just going to say I probably would have preferred it to be. Really serious, this. A what? Really serious. Oh. Hold on. Wait a minute. Can no. you just wait? Why don't you two just bloody well wait, right? The language on this Are you podcast having a go has been interrupting you? Yes, I am. <laughs> the irony. Because as you know, I am not of the interrupting nature. <laughs> Carry on. <laughs> okay. Flick, and I'll continue. Yeah. Right. That's what I thought when I first started watching. I was like, no, I want them to be, I want this to be serious. I want this. And then I found myself chuckling along oh, and then going, no, no, she's no. Done, she's, she's lured she's us in. Yes. Yeah. She's done our there. legs. Yeah. And we thought like, she was going to. No, yeah. actually, this is the right tone for this. This is perfect. It's a bait because, and switch. Because actually, yeah, it is a bait <laughs> and switch. Because yeah. actually, they're great together. Yes. They're great. And I think they, you know, it's very kind of bad boys. And I think I've read something before saying they both really love bad boys. Yeah. It's sort of like a British bad boy. You read it in Pilot TV magazine. I believe I read it in Still another publication. Apparently. No, I read it in Pilot TV, five pounds minus a penny and all good news agents. Just do that for you before you do. Thank you. Um, yeah. And I really love the interplay between the two of them. And I like that one of them's the straight, like Noel Clark's kind of the straight guy and Ashley Waters always like, you know, 
having little quips with him. I really, really thoroughly enjoyed it. And I tell you who enjoyed it even more than that. Liam B. George. Oh. He made he us watch funny. two of them. He was like, this is great. He thought it was yeah. absolutely fantastic. I know, hotly anticipated this show is. I thought it was, re- I, I just thought it was perfect. I and really also they get, their, they get their bums out. Yeah, just to let you know. Yeah, it early was doors. fun. It was fun because I actually thought, you know, I, you know, I like a serious thing, and I just thought this was nice. You like a serious hard. non-dystopia. Yeah, yeah. I like yeah. a serious bum. I like a serious mm. bum. Yeah. I like a serious. Yeah. Um, I like a serious drama, but yeah. this is like a nice antidote to that, actually. Yeah, so as you point out, in the almost in the opening scene, we see. Yes, there, we so see it opens up with them. They're like getting changed, or whatever. And they both have their bums out. They like had showers or whatever, and they um, they both told me that actually they filmed that at the very end. So um, Ashley Walters' character Pike has a scene in the bath where he's with his wife and like he's really ripped, and he goes, "He's so he's like he's really upset about the bum scene because they filmed it at the end when he'd just been binging on Deliveroo, uh. and so then it was that classic thing of he goes, oh, "I can just see my love handles," and he had a really perky ass, but. It's yeah. and well, we Clarkie, invite you to come back in and show us what you look like now. <laughs> in yes. the Are you trying to tempt Ashley Waters into sh- to, for you to show, show I'm not trying to tempt him, bus, I'm asking him. She's, she's asked the question if yeah. he wants to answer. Yeah. Um, and interestingly, uh, Noel Clark uh, told me that one of the reasons they weren't, ex- they weren't expecting to do the naked bum scene, they were, he was asked to do it by the powers that be. So, you know, he was like, let's come on, let's have some raunt, a little bit of gratuitous male yeah. butt nudity. Quite right, too. And, and it works very let's well. Let's even things up. Yeah. Um, now, I, it's interesting what you said about the, 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 initially you were thinking, oh, it's, you know, you wanted to be more serious. Because th- this is, for me, in a long tradition of your minders, your Ooh, sweeners. yeah, yeah, yeah. Your bad boys, cinematically, yeah. <laughs> your lethal weapons. <laughs> You've got your bad boys. You've got your lethal <laughs> yeah. weapons. You've got your buddy cop drama. Yeah, That's what it yeah. is. It's a buddy. It's it the is. classic buddy. And I think it's a, they've done a great job um, of making it A, believable. Because really, if you go back and look at it, I mean, you know, certainly bad boys, bad boys too, incredibly exciting, thrilling things. But I wouldn't necessarily say that realism is one of their no, strong but, points. But uh, the brilliant thing with this is, my, and what I think is the greatest triumph of it is, it's very entertaining. The banter, etc. And, and they have known each other in real yeah. life. Ashley and Noel have known each other for decades. It's proper good. And they're banter. proper mates. Yeah. Yeah. So that chemistry is there. But the script is sharp enough and smart enough for it to make the whole scenario believable. And what I like about it is because you rarely see cops of any kind on TV behaving in a kind as a normal human being yeah, behaves, in a very you know what I mean? natural way very yeah. naturalistic so yeah, this is very authentic it's very clever because it is authentic and it's naturalistic and yet mm. it's got heightened funny banter yeah. yeah dialogue so and I think it's really difficult to do so kudos to Nick Love because I think his, Nick Love gets a lot of criticism you know he's had like mm. for doing Danny Dyer films and such but don't, actually, don't diss the Dyer no I'm not dissing the Dyer but actually I think he is very skilled at this kind of thing of doing believable funny likeable characters riffing with each other about yeah. stuff. And I thought actually the storyline was the least, you know, like the crime storyline, I didn't care about at yeah, all. Yeah, you know what? But it didn't matter. You just want to watch their relationship. Yeah, it didn't matter. Yeah. It's like, and if you think about it, you know, I was brought up watching The Sweeney and Mind on one of those shows. I don't remember any of the stories ever. No, I mean, who you does? you remember the characters. You remember it's the characters. Very good point. And the relationships. Very and I think point. this, honestly, it's up there with those shows. I hope it does really well because it I is. I think it will. I think it's, they've done a great, great job. It, do you know what it reminds me of? Not, but Bounty Hunters. Yeah, yeah, right. Well, about, well, I mean, we're going to get to the question in a minute. This week's, you know, mm. that's the, the one with Jack Whitehall. Yeah, so that Jack Whitehall show, mm. which was influenced by all again all of those things I mentioned, I think, particularly the films, is a buddy drama with him bouncing off Rosie Perez in a similar way that of all these buddy things. Yes, exactly. <sighs> Good point. And they're filming series two of that right now. I happen oh. to know in Jack, Spain. Jack Whitehall's so damn successful, isn't he? I mean, he's, they're doing a new series of the thing with his dad. Yeah, they're doing a new series of this. He's got so much and to do. And he's left League of Their Own. And do you know who's replacing him? Yes, of course. Who? Ramesh yes. Ranganathan. Yes. Oh, see how this has all come around. <sighs> wow, wow. This has been the dream. Um, Slightly planned. Can it. you ask Jack Whitehall and his dad to come on the podcast, please? Maybe we can get them for our live <laughs> episode. Well, I mean, if we did, then people would show up. Yeah. Yeah. For Jack White on Cafe his Nero, yeah, people actually Camden. hold on a minute because people pay Jack Whitehall to go and see him live in comedy, don't they? So I'm sure he'd be down with it. It'd be I'm fine not with sure that. if he came Let's to do our podcast. It would necessarily be classed as comedy, though. Space. It would. It saying. would. It would. Um, that's a good idea. I'll try and get him. Please do. Um, I really like <laughs> bullet. Back to bulletproof. Yeah, we've been sidetracked slightly. Uh, it's four and a half stars for me out of five. It's four and a half for me. The only reason it's not five this week is because we're comparing it in the same episode to Patrick Melrose. Yeah. And Patrick Melrose is yeah. five stars. Yeah. 
I'll give it any four other and a half week. As well. It would be four and a half. I mean, four and a half is a massive. You know, it's, it's only yeah, half it's a like, star away from five. It really is. You did literally. It's a huge it recommendation. Yeah. <laughs> Bulletproof starts on Sky One and Now TV next Tuesday, the fifteenth of May at nine p.m. And now it's finally that time. Question time. So, in honor of Bulletproof and the buddy cop drama genre, as mm-hmm, I'm calling it, mm-hmm. what is your favorite buddy thing ever in TV, film? I mean, podcasts. Is there buddy podcasts? Maybe. God, maybe this this is it. You have to Steph. say one of our names. Excellent, right, mine. <laughs> okay, now, after I say these two names, I don't want to hear any debate about whether these two were uh, buddy cops, okay? The names are J.B. Fletcher oh, and Sheriff Tupper. <laughs> okay, now, I know what you're thinking. It wasn't a traditional buddy cop drama, but let me ask you, was there a crime ever solved without the bungling of Sheriff Tupper and the brilliance of J.B. Fletcher? No, there was not. I rest my case. Nobody else needs to <laughs> are say anything. About, are you talking about Murder, She Wrote? Uh, yeah, of course I'm talking about Murder, She Wrote. Just checking. So was he in every episode? No. He's in a lot of them. And can I just say, look... He was in a lot of them. Then what happened is he got the Father Dowling Mysteries and he had to leave and then the sh- they got new sheriffs the father in. Father what mysteries? Father Dowling Mysteries. Okay. Don't pretend you don't know about it. Um, then also what happened, so he had to leave and he became an investigator in his own right. Um, so new people, and then she kind of aligned herself with uh, Doc Hazlitt for a, a long oh, time. Oh, yeah. Do you remember the doc? So he the became the new, he became okay. the new. But yeah, I mean, the golden age was really uh, with Sheriff Tupper. Right. Thank you very much. You're Kay. welcome. Well, there can only be one answer. Oh, Poirot and Captain oh. Hastings, of course. <laughs> yes. Um, well, and who's and you take the piss out of me going on about Sherlock. Captain Hastings is. Well, I originally was thinking maybe Columbo. <gasps> one oh more God. thing. I've just realised what's to come, but carry on, Kay. Not what you think you have, but you haven't. I have. <laughs> I have. No, yeah. Carry on. No, that was it. Oh, okay. okay. Poirot and Captain Poirot, Hastings. Okay. Why? Pourquoi? Because um, he Hastings, you need. Because. Poirot is such a like methodical, slightly anal about his, you know, logic and reasoning and stuff. You need a, a comedy foil to that, and that was the bumbling Captain Hastings. And was he in every episode? Well, actually I think he might have been. Mm, testing your Poirot knowledge there. Actually, no, he probably wasn't. No, he was a bit like the I don't Yeah, he's he a bit like the sheriff, but Boy, are you ready to say Sherlock and Doctor <laughs> Watson yet? Or are we waiting <laughs> for a period of time before you reveal that to be Well, you smug <laughs> <laughs> Doofus. <laughs> I am not going to say Sherlock. Oh, no. um, you've written it down. Shock twist. I can see that on your paper. That says no, a Sweeney I'm joking. Minder lethal weapon. Oh. Um, in my notes, my copious notes. In a shock move. In a shock move. No, I am naming the greatest buddy crime comedy drama in the history of film. Possibly one of the top ten best films ever made. Midnight Run. Oh, Chuck Grodin, okay. Charles Grodin, yeah. and yeah. Bobby De Niro. That's very good. Robert De Niro. Oh. De Niro. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And funnily enough, Bounty Hunters. This is what I was going to alluding to before. Is the whole of Bounty not the whole of Bounty Hunters? It's it's definitely Inspired hugely by influenced by Midnight Run because he's a bounty hunter. Bobby De Niro is a bounty hunter. Yeah. His job is to. Bring I don't know how he'd feel about you calling him Bobby. Just got to say, everyone You're, calls him Bobby. I think to you is no, no, but I think that's like his his peers. Fine. I think no, you have to call him. It's fine. Al Pacino calls Robert. him Bobby. No, Bobby. yes, that's because he's Al Pacino. Are you yeah, now saying you're fine. on a level with Al Pacino? Well, you know, in the in the world of that's podcast hosts you're our versus Al I'm the Al Pacino, Al Pacino of Boy, weekly TV-based cultural are, review that's podcast. That's what people call you. Thank you. Anyway, if you've never seen it, I, I watch um, Midnight Run, and I'm not exaggerating, at least once every few months. Yeah, it's so effing How brilliant. Sick. Uh, sick, <laughs> and it is the honestly the greatest buddy relationship mismatched buddies. They have, so they have a bickering thing going on all the way through, and when it when they push through the bickering to start liking each other, it's so brilliant, mm, and they're so both so funny. And initially, you think Bobby Bobby De Niro is the straight man, and Chuck Grodin Robert. is the funny one, but then they're both really funny. Incredible script, legendary film. Watch it. Have you got it in DVD? Can I borrow it? I've got it on. I think I've got it on everything. Not Blu-ray. Yeah. Bluey, I think DVD. you'll find it on most. It's on. I think it's on Sky. On but Sky, I, I'll yeah. try and bring it on, on DVD. Yeah, I'll find, oh, have a look. Thanks. Yeah. See, some people still watch DVD. Not a lot, I don't think. Okay, it does. <laughs> um, I want to thank you, Steph. I want to thank oh, Kay and That's really nice John Down. You. You're really welcome, Boyd. Yeah. Thanks, thanks, thanks to you. Yeah, thanks, thanks to you. It's been another overlong 
uh, recording of the Unmissables podcast, I'm sure. Apologies for the droning on too long. <laughs> it's we we'll back next week. It's goodbye for me. It's a book. It's a no. no it's it's a, a goodbye <laughs> from me. I was about to say. Oh, yeah. Also, do get in touch with us do. at Unmissables Pod. And it is a goodbye from me. See you next week. Bye. <laughs>